Hope you like that nice weather. Sadly, it's over. This is way over our heads. It's a weather and climate podcast. I'm Jim Dubois. Kenny Blumenfeld's a climatologist. Kenny, you must have been enjoying what certainly would have ranked, I would imagine, pretty high on the glory index these past few days. Yeah, I mean, who couldn't enjoy it? I mean, I know, Jim, I know you're a hot weather guy, but it's pretty hard to argue with sunshine, 78 degrees, and... uh, low humidity i mean you can work endlessly outside in those in those right, conditions right you can sleep with the window open you know we haven't done much with the summer glory index but any day can earn up to 40 points for being awesome basically and we had a run of 35 and 40 point days that really is ending right now you know the summer on balance hasn't been that great we've had a lot of muggy conditions it's been pretty warm. Um, so this was a, a, our first really big dose since June of consistently nice conditions. And we're entering what looks to be a rather hot, muggy, and potentially stormy next couple of days, correct? I think we can guarantee somewhere in Minnesota or through much of Minnesota, pretty stormy, you know, so from Friday evening, really Friday in through Sunday, uh, kind of a stormy period. Not not all day rains, nothing like that, but yeah, it does look stormy. And I think we can pretty well guarantee muggy as long as we all sort of agree that once the dew point climbs above about 65 degrees, you feel the humidity in the air and uh, that's exactly how it's going to be. The heat part is a little iffy because of all those storms and the clouds that they throw out. It's not clear if we're really going to get that hot this weekend. But uh, certainly temperatures above 80, it'll be warmer than it's been recently. And with the humidity in the air, it'll certainly feel warmer. I think we can look a little farther down the road into next week and we start looking at actual heat wave type conditions. Now, we'll talk about that a little bit later. What about the severe threat for this afternoon? This is Friday, the 7th of uh, August, this afternoon and uh, coming up this evening and then uh, into the weekend. Yeah, it ain't bad. I'll tell you, there have been, you know, thunderstorms around parts of central and southern Minnesota on Friday morning, and I'm sure some of them will linger into the afternoon. That's really the teaser. The main event is going to kick off sometime later this afternoon into the evening. And there's a little bit, as usual, get used to it. There's a little bit of uncertainty exactly where these storms are going to fire up. Are they going to follow what we call the, the synoptic forcing mechanism, which is you know, the low pressure system and the, the warm front moving into the region? Or are they going to follow the kind of the boundaries of the leftover storms from this morning? Or are they going to do both? In any case, it looks like a pretty potent batch of thunderstorms will be developing. The most likely area to get hit is really the northern two-thirds of Minnesota, at least first. That would be the area essentially north of the Twin Cities, but including Duluth and Brainerd, Brainerd Lakes, Alexandria, Fergus Falls, and even St. Cloud. That whole area is likely to get some thunderstorm activity, and it could be quite intense. And then those storms would then build southward into the Twin Cities area and possibly southern, uh, even farther southern Minnesota as well. Time frame is, again, basically from late afternoon into the overnight hours. In fact, in some of these scenarios that we've looked at on the 
computer models. It might not be until kind of early Saturday morning, you know, well after midnight that some areas get hit. But those storms will be fueled by a lot of moisture, uh, reasonably strong winds aloft, and those high humidities, and uh, there's a lot of energy. So they, they shouldn't have any problem going at pretty good intensity through the night. In terms of really severe weather, I mean, the tornado threat is pretty low. It's, it's not zero. Uh, the most likely type of tornado would, would be what we call QLCS or quasi-linear convective system tornadoes. These are tornadoes that don't kind of form the textbook shape that you may be used to when you think of a Kansas tornado, but instead there are tornadoes that get embedded within thunderstorm lines as those storms race. They produce, you know, five-minute spin-ups that can do quite a lot of damage, and they're harder to detect and to warn for. Uh, there's a, I would say, a low to moderate risk of that kind of tornado activity with these storms. Really, the the bigger threat overall will just be from straight-line winds and from heavy rain. And of course, as everybody knows, we have a pretty good risk for this kind of severe weather somewhere in Minnesota. But what that really means is that most people we'll see thunderstorms that do no damage and produce no flooding, but there will be some areas uh, very small, you know, generally it'll be less than 1% of Minnesota, which could still be a reasonably large area if you think about it. But, you know, so maybe a thousand square miles or so gets really heavy thunderstorms with some heavy rain and, and maybe some, some wind damage. So we don't know exactly where that will be. But uh, most likely looks just north of the Twin Cities in the kind of strip of central Minnesota. Uh, yeah, kind of interesting weather pattern, and it doesn't go away. Saturday looks uh, a little calmer, but by Saturday night, we've got risks for thunderstorms again. And, and Sunday looks quite active also with the cold front coming through, clearing that muggy air out. And we could have severe thunderstorms and heavy rain again on Sunday. And Kenny, you said we are eyeballing, when you and I were chatting before we started recording, you are eyeballing a possible heat wave coming up toward, uh, what, the latter part of this coming week? Yeah, well, you know, Jim, we're working together on this, and I just wanted to find a way to make you happy. And I know you <laughs> you like yes. it hot. Yes, I do. I li- actually, you know what, though? I- I'm with you. I- I'd say if it's summer, kind of bring it on. I feel the same way about winter. Whatever season it is, let's bathe in it. And I would say, you know, we're still looking at weather that's 9, 10, 11, 12 days away. And so there's obviously a ton of uncertainty. But all of those long-range models have really been pinning down a pretty good ridge of high pressure building, you know, over the central U.S. with a strong surge of heat building right up into the northern plains and upper Midwest. And uh, that would indicate, so we're talking like the 16th, 17th, 18th of August. It does look like there's at least right now some likelihood for, for much warmer than normal conditions. Uh, you know, how hot will it go? That Who knows? But we've had models that are spitting out mid to upper 90s with dew points in the low to mid 70s. So quite warm, quite muggy conditions, at least possible. And again, that's over a week away at this point, um, possibly beginning at the end of the next week. So around when we record our next podcast. So it's sort of like 
short-term, intermediate-term, we're looking at thunderstorms and muggy conditions, basically for the weekend, Friday through Sunday, on and off storms. Some of them are going to be heavy. Some are going to produce very heavy rain and will be pretty humid too. Not necessarily hot, although I wouldn't be shocked if, if the sun comes out and we find ourselves in the upper 80s or low 90s, at least in parts of Minnesota. Then a cold front comes through. We return to pretty pleasant weather for at least the first part of next week. And then the heat kind of begins to return towards the end of the week and really builds by, uh, by next weekend. That's kind of the snapshot of the outlook right now. Well, Kenny, it's been a couple of weeks since you and I last chatted, and at that time we were talking about a potentially big rain event happening, and apparently it did happen, at least in certain parts of Minnesota. That would be July 25th and 26th, and you called it a mega rain. What's a mega (laughs) rain? Yeah, so... So mega rain is a definition that was it was sort of coined by uh, a couple state climatologists ago as a way to just identify those storms that really cover a large area with a lot of rain. And so the specific definition or specific criteria is six inches of rain covering an area that's 1,000 square miles or greater. And just to put that in perspective, for you metro people, Hennepin County is uh, just under 600 square miles or right around 600 square miles. So is Dakota County. Ramsey County comes in at about 200 and some square miles. Uh, St. Louis County up in far north of in northeastern Minnesota is, or I think it clocks in at three or maybe it's even 6,000 square miles. So a thousand square miles is about the size of an average Minnesota county. We have 87 counties and we're 84,000 square miles. So it comes out to just about average. So it's a large area and six inches of rain is just below the state average for what we would call a 100 year rainfall event for, for 24 hour precipitation. So if you get six inches of rain covering 1,000 square miles. That's a lot of area to cover with that much rain. And you typically see, you know, pretty major flooding and significant damage, including roads being washed out, landslides. You get those culverts that explode so that you have bridge problems. Uh, Interestingly, Jim, this was actually, this was really intense rain. It was concentrated in the area Um, Not far from Mankato. In fact, we had some very heavy rainfall amounts uh, over eight inches in the Mankato area and and also up into St. Peter and uh, over six inches near Morristown. But the heaviest rain was in Sibley County and uh, extreme eastern Renville County, uh, where we saw uh, unofficial measurements of 11.7 and 10.5 inches of rain. And this was actually confirmed by rainfall observers who observed for the Minnesota DNR, either through the soil water conservation districts or through part of the backyard observing program. So these are daily volunteer weather observers. They saw a lot of rain. Interestingly, though, there wasn't the kind of damage that you would normally expect. So it was a massive area. So over a thousand square miles covered by six inches of rain or more with a peak of over 11 inches, but we saw almost no damage. And we think, I mean, we can never say exactly why. Some of that could be engineering, uh, but we think a lot of it was that we're finally at a point where 
everything in most places anyway is not too wet. And in fact, we'd had kind of a dry spring and summer in a lot of these areas. The soils were not oversaturated. And so when these rains came, you know, it was relatively easy to manage. Now, I'm sure no farmer would ever say, yeah, give me 10 inches of rain overnight. I mean, there, there's it clearly causes problems, but just not the widespread level of damage and, you know, infrastructure damage that you normally see with that kind of rain. But it goes down in the books. Since the year 2000, we've had 11 of these now, and uh, we had only had six in the previous 27 years. So we kind of had an uptick in the frequency of these in Minnesota. So they're, they're, they don't happen every year. They're pretty rare. And uh, if you happen to be under a mega rain under the bullseye, you know it. Well, during that mega rain event, we were talking about the possibility of uh, what you called a nerdy record falling. It was the PWAT value, which stands for uh, precipitable water. And uh, we were looking at, I believe, with the balloon launch at the National Weather Service office in Chanhassen at 7 p.m. on Saturday, July 25th. That was going to be the determining factor uh, as to whether or not we would break that nerdy record, depending upon what PWAT value that balloon launch indicated. And I understand we came in just a bit shy, correct? Yeah, I mean, we actually, you know, we needed um, we needed to go north of 2.5 inches, and we didn't do it. And that's okay. I mean, you can't break records all the time. And these are hard records to break for a reason. And we really ended up, I, I don't even remember the value, but we ended up much more in, you know, highest precipitable water of the year sort of territory. But really, if you look at the entire record, it was more like we were really within the top 10 or 15 on record, as opposed to being right up there, number one. Now, these things are, you know, there's some nuance here. Precipitable water is the total water that you could sort of squeeze out of the column of atmosphere above a point. And on Saturday evening, we're going back a couple of weeks, it's July 25th, but that evening, the deepest moisture was actually pooling to the south of the Twin Cities where the heaviest rain ended up falling. So if we had been able to launch a balloon, you know, in the Mankato area or near Faribault or, or Northfield, we very well, well may have had two and three quarters inches. All the models indicated that the moisture was pooling and it was much more abundant in those areas. But at the location where the balloon is launched, which was actually Chanhassen, we had just a little bit less and did not break that record. And that's okay. You know, records are made to be broken and they're made to be contested. And uh, I'm sure there will be other contenders, possibly even this year. Well, Kenny, before we say goodbye, we certainly have enjoyed a nice run of spectacular weather the last few days. That pattern is changing starting this afternoon. What can we look forward to, Kenny, weather-wise, in the next uh, 48 hours or so? Yep, it's going to be a stormy weekend. I I would say, you know, whatever your plans are, hold on to them, but uh, make sure you got a backup if needed. Depends on where you are. It certainly looks much stormier over the northern half of Minnesota in terms of persistent strong thunderstorms and heavy rain than over the southern half of Minnesota, but uh, we'll all get in on it at some point over the weekend. I'm expecting to be outside quite a lot, but um, I'm also expecting to be 
hiding and looking at the radar <laughs> because that's what I like to do once it gets really active. But um, yeah, so I expect kind of a mix of that. So muggy conditions, uh, storms covering much of the state at some point, Friday evening and overnight. Then uh, probably the most salvageable day will be Saturday. And then more storms on Saturday night, but especially Sunday. Uh, where we could have another round of severe weather and heavy rainfall. Again, highest chances are northern Minnesota right now, but uh, with all the moisture in place, it could be everywhere. So expect a stormy, a bumpy weekend, especially if you're up in central and northern Minnesota. Well, Kenny, stay safe. Have a great weekend. Uh, We'll talk to everybody again soon. This is Way Over Our Heads, a weather and climate podcast. I'm Jim Dubois. Kenny Blumenfeld's a climatologist, and uh, Kenny, we'll catch you next week. Thanks, Jim. We'll talk to you soon.